Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is episode number 81, the one ingredient you need for work-life balance. This is a new day. Everything first day. Set for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. There are so many people looking for work-life balance today. If you're working from home virtually, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed. Like there's just never enough time to get your work done. Pretty soon you're doing your work morning, noon, and night, evenings, weekends, holidays, Pretty much taking it with you everywhere you go and trying to fit it in between all that family time. Work-life balance might not even exist when you're working online. If you're working, there is life in your work as well. So I'm not really sure the term work-life balance is totally appropriate. What I have found in my expertise and in my personal life experience is that there is one most important ingredient to achieving work-life balance, however we call it. And that number one ingredient is confidence. When we're working on becoming the best version of ourselves in in the world we live in today, it all starts in our brains, in, in the mindsets that we embrace. This podcast is all about exploring your thinking, your attitudes, and your habits that lead to those mindsets and who we become. So in this podcast today, we're going to talk about how a mindset of confidence creates work-life balance. So let's dive in. The number one enemy to work-life balance is trying to meet all of the demands that are coming in. We're not sure exactly how much time and energy we need to devote to our home life or our personal life, and we're not exactly sure how much time and energy to devote to our work. If we're struggling with balance, usually it's because either the personal or family life is taking over and is taking more energy and demanding a lot more from us than we really have to give, or it's our professional world, our work, that is really encroaching in our personal life and our works, uh, our family time. So we're thinking about how we can get those two things to the right proportion for ourselves. Work-life balance looks different for everyone. It's not going to look for you as it might look for me. And there are people out there who do it differently than both of us. But whatever it is we want to do with our work and our personal or family life, we need to have that balance in a space that makes us feel good about what we're doing during the workday and feel like we have enough time and energy to give to our family or our personal life. Confidence comes from knowing who we are knowing what our strengths are, and knowing our weaknesses and accepting them. A lot of times we have that work balance um, overturned by the need to be seen as better than we are, 
Or maybe we feel like we're pretty amazing. We have a really high opinion of ourselves and we spend a lot of time in activities to try to get others to measure up or do the things we want. Maybe we have a lot of expectations. It would be a great time to stop and think about what your balance is. When you're thinking about your professional work, is it kind of like you want to cover up some weaknesses and really look like you're on top of things? Or is it more about how you are amazing and you're well qualified and you need others to measure up? You need them to toe the line, as we say. Which of those extremes might you be on? Many people that I've coached have dealt with perfectionism or imposter syndrome. Either one of those two things can really throw off your work-life balance and they both threaten your confidence. Remember, confidence comes from knowing who you really are and accepting it. That means your strengths and your weaknesses. If you're not really clear on those things, there are many ways you can get clear on them. First, you can look at your past and you can tag some of those strengths. Personalities bring strengths and also your traits, your attributes, your talents. There are a lot of assessments out there you can take, like the Clifton Strengths Finder um, from Gallup. It's linked on my website. You can check it out. There's also the Via Character Strengths Inventory, which will tell you your top five strengths, your signature strengths, and it'll give you a whole spectrum all the way down to the bottom. And when you look at it, you might recognize those things at the top are important to you. And those things at the bottom are not your best attributes. As we look at strengths and we acknowledge what we are really good at or what we're strong in, we might have overdone those strengths in the past, or maybe we were even ashamed of them because not everyone around us liked our strengths. So maybe we had people criticize us for those very things we're actually good at. Once you bring them out into the light and you can take a look at your strengths, you can live them on purpose. Um, and I'll give you an example of that. So some people have this strength of being deliberative. They want to be methodical. They want to slow down, think through a process. There are other people who are activators. They want to take action quickly and not sit around talking or debating or deliberating too long. If these two people are working together, there might be some push and pull on these strengths. One person might actually be criticizing the other person like they're dragging their feet, taking way too long to make a decision. And the other person might be thinking that person is impulsive and not willing to do the work it takes to make a good decision. Once you identify what your strengths are, you can understand when other people are different from you that perhaps you are suffering because your strength doesn't really have the space to be acted upon or to be used. And maybe you have to dial it down a little bit to be patient with other types of people. So confidence comes from knowing your strengths. It also comes from knowing and acknowledging your weaknesses. If you are weak, let's just say humor is at the bottom of your list. Maybe you're very serious or you don't naturally bring the humor to a situation and you're working with someone else who is really funny, lighthearted, and likes to turn things into a pun or something that's humorous, maybe they're natural at that. It might really bother you or offend you. You might find it difficult to work with them. Or at times, maybe you need to seek them out just to bring levity to the situation. It's healthy to acknowledge that maybe that's not your best strength. Maybe it's 
at the total weakness end of your scale. And when you can acknowledge that, you can stop trying to change yourself. Yes, it's a great idea to keep growing on that quest to be the best version of yourself. But if that's really such a weakness and it's so far from being a strength, it might not be in your best interest to work on it right now. Instead, appreciate that strength in other people and move on. So confidence can come from honest assessment of your strengths and your weaknesses. Confidence can also come from knowing and understanding your personality. I've known a lot of people who are introverts who are um, really shocked to find out that they are introverts. There's sort of this negative uh, stigma attached to the idea of introversion, but introversion is not a bad thing at all. In fact, introverts, I think, have it really good. They have the benefit of thinking deeply and noticing things in situations that extroverts miss. As an extrovert myself, I really appreciate the introverts in my life and all that they bring into any encounter that we have. And sometimes I'm even a little bit envious of their strengths in really getting to know people deeply. And I work on that, but it's not necessarily my strength. I have a lot of other strengths, and so I work on developing those and also appreciating when I can connect with other people who have strengths that I don't have. Think about your confidence and those work projects that you take on. When we think about work-life balance and how it encroaches on our time, especially the work part, if you're doing more work or you're always thinking about work or you're trying to push work in between your home commitments just to get it all done, what is really behind that? Is it that you're taking on too many projects or trying too many things at once? Are you trying to really stay on top of a lot of things that are other people's projects that you could let go of? What is it that is taking all of the time and energy? If these are things that are truly within your control, looking at your strengths, your weaknesses, and your personality can help you to whittle down that list. You can start to let go of things that you think you ought to do to be part of a team, but that are really not your priorities. They don't matter to you in the long term. You can help other people reach their goals and meet their objectives and realize those are not your goals and objectives. And most of your time and energy can be spent on those things that you need to do. You can also think about your weaknesses. Are there projects and work priorities you've been focused on that just take way too long because they actually happen in the area of your weaknesses? If you look at your weaknesses and can confidently acknowledge them, you can delegate or hire out that work to have someone do those things that's strong in that area. Once you start putting your tasks in sort of like a, a list A and a list B, like list A is your main priorities, your top strengths, and list B is those things that you're weak at or just don't come naturally to you, then you can triage these things and you can start asking yourself, A, do you need to do them? B, do you need to do them yourself? Can someone else do them? Can they be delegated? And C, are they urgent and important or they could, could they be put off till later? Anything that's important and must be done by you and uses your strengths should be done soon. And those other things can either be delegated or be done later. 
The more you look at these lists intentionally and think about your strengths and weaknesses, the more you're going to get a handle on your time management. And pretty soon you'll have a little bit better sense of your work-life balance and areas that you can get it under control. I'm not sure about you, but a lot of times I'll have in my mind that I want to do certain things at work that are actually optional, but I'll think about those things all day long. When I whittle down my list and prioritize what I care about, I can let those things go. And in that silence and in that space that is created, I can be much more present to visit with my husband, visit with my sons, be present with my family, and actually enjoy that downtime when I'm not at work and have a rich and rewarding life. I want the same for you. I want you to feel confident and be able to use your strengths and tailor your approach so that you can have a solid sense of wellness, but also work-life balance. As a holistic coach, I work with people on the whole system. You're not just a worker. You're a person who has physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual areas of your life. And all of these work together to form who you are. We can't just focus on one thing without impacting other areas. It's like a system. And when you think about changing your work-life balance, you change one thing and something else is definitely going to be impacted. To keep that all in line with who you want to be as you're on the quest to be the best version of yourself, I highly recommend working with a coach. A coach can help you keep your priorities top of mind and help you achieve your goals in the ways that works best for you. Coaching is not a one-size-fits-all experience. We each have our own unique challenges and we all have our own unique strengths and assets that we already bring to the table. Working with a coach, you can get clarity about what matters most to you and what your real strengths are, and you can figure out how you'd like to tackle those challenges coming your way. I hope you'll think about working with a coach in the coming week. Reach out if you're on my website, drbcoach.com, and you're looking for a coach. I'd be happy to visit with you and talk about what you'd like to do in the future and also how you'd like to become an even better version of yourself or as I heard recently, the youiest you, even more and enjoy your life. Have a really solid sense of that work-life balance through greater confidence. Think about it this coming week and I wish you all the best in becoming the best version of you. Our theme song for the Mindset for Life Season 2 podcast is New Day, performed by Danny Gokey in 2021. Danny Gokey is under exclusive license to Capital Christian Music Group, Incorporated, and it was written by Ethan Hulse, Kobe Wedgworth, and Danny Gokey. Copyright 2019. From Better Than I Found It, administered at capitalcmgpublishing.com. All rights reserved, used with permission. One, two.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.